Let us pray. May the words of my mouth be words that build up the body. May we be attentive to our speech and our actions in order that your name may go forth and bring good news. In Jesus' name, amen. We're continuing, I'm continuing this series we're doing on the building, the building and construction and renovation because it fills our lives so we feel like it should fill your lives. <laughs> so over the past 18 months, we've been witnessing alterations to this building. On the inside, parts of it have been gutted. Into the foundation, 40-foot pits have been dug up to drop in support beams to hold up the new second story in the commons. Around the exterior of the campus, you can now see piles and piles of dirt. We're beginning to see transformation. For many months, the changes in the building were barely noticeable. But now, time is speeding up and the changes are dramatic. Let me ask, how many of you have viewed the video that, of Jason Hayes giving a tour of, the, of the, the building? Oh, that's great. Good, good, good. It's a 17-minute video produced by John Gurner and Jason Hayes, and it is so worth watching. It's Academy Award winning um, po potential, potential. <laughs> the renovation of this house of worship gives us an apt metaphor or an analogy about spiritual renovation. And by spiritual renovation, I mean the process of being transformed by the love and presence of God working in us to form us into the likeness of Christ. Let me say that again. Spiritual renovation is the process of being transformed by the love of God, the presence of God working in us to form us into the likeness of Christ. There are other theological terms used for this process of being renovated in spirit and mind, transformation, reformation, recreation, sanctification. The word renovation comes from the Latin root renovare, to recreate or to renew. The doctrine of sanctification, which we don't often talk about, comes from the verb to sanctify. It means to make holy. Holiness doesn't mean sanctimonious. It means to be set apart for a different kind of life. To be in the world, Jesus said, but not of the world. We Presbyterians also use the expression, the church reformed and always reforming, meaning the church as a body is never stagnant or static. The Holy Spirit is always working with us, with all the members, to perform the work of God in the world. Faith is always dynamic 
and growing and changing. The spiritual life is about the Holy Spirit's renovation of our hearts and our lives. So just as careful repair work is being done throughout this house of worship, so God, as the master builder, works to repair the fractured places in our lives or the wounds that need healing. God removes that which no longer serves a purpose in our lives. God renews in us, in us what has become time-worn. Spiritual renovation is God enabling us and empowering us to let go of bad habits or bad theology or unhealthy relationships or activities that clutter up the space inside of us we need to expand and to grow in our spiritual lives. Just as the walls in this house have been taken down or doorways widened and the roof removed, revealing blue sky and fresh air, God gently takes down the walls that we've constructed in our interior lives and God lifts off the roof of our hearts in order to let light in and fresh air in. Structural renovation requires a skilled team to accomplish the job. When walking to church, I like to linger out there on Dahlia to watch the countless men and women who are, I trust, following the architectural <laughs> designs and the engineering plan to bring to life this vision. All the pieces and the parts are working together brilliantly to execute our hope, not only for a renewed structure, but for a renewed people. Christians are called to partner with God within a community, Paul says, a community that is created for spiritual renovation. And it takes a team of skilled spiritual laborers to accomplish the work together. As the Apostle Paul implored the church at Ephesus you, plural, were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to clothe yourselves with the new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness." At the beginning of the summer, you might recall that we did a many-week series on the fruit of the Spirit from Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit are both practices and manifestations of the Spirit in one's life. So in case you've forgotten, they are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. By practicing spiritual disciplines... We become apprentices in the spiritual life in order to produce the fruit. In the book of Acts, the early church is described as a group that met regularly to read scripture, 
to sing hymns, to share in sacraments, to pray, to share what they owned with those in need, to care for the poor, the orphan, the widow, the stranger. Spiritual practices become our way to partner with God in soul work and the transformation of the world. The Christian life isn't about a set of good behaviors. Growth in the Christian life is measured by greater maturity and a growing orientation toward God and toward love of self and neighbors. Now, whether it's in the renovation of a building or the human heart, one thing we can be sure of, it is messy, dusty, chaotic, and inconvenient work. Things do get chaotic before they get better. Surprises and discoveries might reveal themselves when a wall comes down or flooring is lifted up. In the progress of this project, crews discovered that another wall was present that they didn't know was there. Literally, walls behind walls. And so adaptations to the designs and the plans had to be made. In the, project, in the process of peeling back layers, they discovered toxic elements that needed further mitigation. Renovations take patience and resilience in order to keep our eye on the prize. And we know that the finished project won't look like or exactly like our original plan. But the paradox is that the obstacles have become opportunities to enhance and enrich the original plan. The pandemic has ignited some values clarification going on. Crises seem to do that in our lives. Have you heard of the term, the great resignation? People are quitting their jobs in record numbers. They say the global health crisis caused them to reassess their priorities. Employees are tired of being so tired, they report. Almost 3% of the American workforce quit in the month of August. And according to a Gallup poll, nearly half of American workers are actively searching for new opportunities. Are we witnessing spiritual renovation on a massive scale? The, the pandemic and all the traumas related to it have given us all opportunities for spiritual renovation if we choose to do the hard work. Spiritual renovation means and takes waking up. Waking up and paying attention to our lives to go deeper into the innermost heart, to look closely and honestly at what resides in there. So here is one practical spiritual renovation plan. First, craft a blueprint 
about what might need to change in your life and ask God where to begin. Two, remove the barriers to what might be holding you back from making new choices. And let God open up space in your heart in order to allow more light to come in. Three, embrace the messiness of your life. Just as in the creation story, out of chaos became creativity. And four, keep returning to the foundation of your faith as your bedrock. As Paul finished with the Ephesians, he said, be imitators of God as beloved children. Live in love as Christ loved you. The spiritual life is the process of transformation into which God invites our partnership. We're told to grow up into the fullness of Christ through practicing time-tested spiritual disciplines. To be a Christian is not to finish the renovation project, not completely. Rather, we remain aware that the work will certainly need to be done again and again to become something new again. The Christian faith is not to have arrived, but to be continually on the way, the way that God makes something beautiful. Friends, open your hearts, become awake, and let God enter in. Amen.